Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host and thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are in a new book um, called Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. And in the last episode, we kind of went through the introduction and I was planning on starting uh, uh, chapter one, but you know, I was kind of going through the introduction again and there was one thing I didn't touch on or one or two things I didn't touch on in the last episode. And I said, you know what? I really want to touch on that because that's so important. So um, I want to kind of continue on these this, this point that he made um, in the introduction that I think is so important as we begin chapter one. Um, and I kind of said it in the last episode, but um, on page six, um, he says that, in order for him to have inner peace, inner peace is when we are totally forgiving people. Uh, he says, I have to carry out that decision to have inner peace and have a daily commitment to forgive those who have hurt me and forgive them totally. Um, and, and I forgive them totally, even if they won't get caught or found out. He paid, says on page seven, if nobody will ever know what they did, and that they will prosper and be blessed, um, even though they have done. I mean, no, no, they will prosper and be blessed as if they did no wrong. And so, I think it's important uh, to say that because um, there are times when we don't want to forgive people because we don't want them to have a great life. We don't want them to um, prosper. We want people to know how they hurt us. We want people on our side. Um, so we can feel vindicated for how we feel. And I think it's so important to be reminded that when we totally forgive people, we are totally forgiving them. Again, on page seven, even if they will not get caught or found out, uh, no one will ever know what they did. And they will prosper and be blessed as if they had done no wrong. <laughs> um, I remember this was right before uh, President Trump before he stopped before, right before the election or some months before the election before um, President Biden became it uh, was elected and I was looking at something on social media where two people were having an argument and I was for some reason reading their argument um, uh, and so um, the the they were talking about praying for your leaders right. Uh, I don't remember which um, president they were referring to, but this woman literally said that God does not want us to pray for people, for people like, like this to be blessed. Um, And I just thought, wow, that's so ridiculous. Um, She, and I believe that her understanding of being blessed was just misunderstood because 
obviously God wants us to pray for everybody, pray for those who hurt us. The Bible tells us that, tells us that the Bible even tells us to pray for our leaders. Um, in the Bible, you know, Peter tells us to pray and forgive. And he's on, he was under Nero, who was a complete, um, I don't know what word to describe Nero. He was just really out of his mind, I guess. Um, he burned down the city, um, and blamed the Christians for it. And yet Peter tells, uh, the Christians to pray for your leaders, um, respectively. He's referring to Nero. Uh, so obviously, um, we should be praying for our leaders and we should be praying for them to be blessed. But it wasn't until I read this book last summer that I got it. Um, being blessed, you know what that would mean? That would mean that they're having a solid relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, so think about this. If somebody has hurt you, um, maybe um, sometimes people hurt us and it's not intentional. Sometimes it is. Let's say somebody hurts you intentionally, okay? And you pray for them to be blessed in their lives. Um to me, what I've learned from reading this book is that means that they have drawn closer to Jesus Christ, that they are living a life that brings honor and glory to God. And so, um, you would want that for them. Okay. Um, when, you know, when you make mistakes, when we do things that are not right, we want God to forgive us, totally forgive us and continue to bless our lives. So you would want that same thing for somebody who has hurt you, you would want them to be drawn closer to Christ. You would want them to understand what it means to have a solid relationship with Jesus Christ. Because when I really gave this thought after reading this book last summer, if they have a solid, close relationship with Jesus Christ, the likelihood of them deliberately just hurting people, it, it becomes less and less because they are, they have that conviction. They don't want to dishonor God. So that's what it means when you're praying. So they will prosper and be blessed as if they had done no wrong. You would want that for somebody who has hurt you. Okay. And you would want somebody to be praying that for you if you hurt somebody. So I think it's very important to understand that. And the other thing is to, you know, we, we have this tendency to want to tell everybody what somebody did to us. Um, and again, I, this is very convicting because there, like I said, there are times when people hurt you and it's not to intentionally hurt you. Sometimes people hurt us because they just made a mistake or it was a miscommunication or they didn't know any better or there's so many reasons. I happen to believe that people do not just wake up and want to intentionally uh, mistreat us. They um, are, you know, doing what's best for this and that reason, but it's not because they have some uh, vendetta against you. And so, um, when we go out and tell everybody what somebody's done to us, you know, um, you know, that's wrong, really. It really is wrong to just have to share this with everybody. Well, look what this he, he or she did to me. Um, and so are you, would you be okay with what, how somebody hurt you? Would you be okay with it if, um, nobody ever knew what they did to you? Or do you want the world to know? Do you want people to know? So those are, those are areas where you need to really check and see your heart because what, what he is saying on page seven, um, even if you don't have reconciliation in a, in a relationship where you have been hurt, your forgiveness is begins in your heart. Okay. And it brings peace to you and you would just have this inner peace because you are forgiving that person and you may not 
restore a relationship. And that's something important to, to be reminded of. Some relationships are not going to be restored. Some situations are just not going to be restored, especially when trust has been broken. But you can still totally forgive those people as he teaches us. You can still totally forgive them. You can still be okay with not broadcasting what has happened to you to everybody. Um, And you can pray for them to be blessed and prosper in their lives. It brings peace to you. And prayerfully, it will bring them closer to Jesus Christ. Um, He says on page eight that he was never taught these types of principles growing up, even in the church. He was never taught the importance of forgiveness. You know, it dawned on him his entire life. Um, He was taught that you treat people with contempt, as he says here. You distance yourself from people. You give them the cold shoulder. You teach them a lesson. Okay. They must be punished. He was not taught this. Okay. And so excuse me, he was taught this. He was not taught forgiveness. Um, He says he read it in a Christianity Today article that that they said the forgiveness factor, that forgiveness is missing. It's being overlooked. It was written by Gary, uh, writer Gary Thomas. And it just, it just made him realize that if this is not being taught in the church, okay, so many people are not understanding the importance of how to totally forgive. Not only that, pastors and preachers are harboring unforgiveness because it has not been taught for so long. It has not been taught that even they don't know how to totally forgive. Have you thought about that? That most of us get taught by preachers on a pulpit who are harboring unforgiveness. Okay. And so when they're preaching, their preaching can come out that way. We were, we were at a church about 10 years ago. And looking back on it, that that preacher was so bitter about so many things. He actually said on the pulpit, he even named another um, well-known minister in this city, um, what that minister, how that minister made him feel. He said this on the pulpit. And when you look back at that, that is bitterness. That is anger and unforgiveness. And he's And he was teaching this to a congregation of people. Who, because we're under his leadership, more often than not, um, you begin to feel sorry for your leader. And then now you're all upset and angry about what that minister did to your pastor. Now you're upset with that pastor. Okay. And now you're upset with that church that the minister, that that minister is a, a, a preacher at. Do you see how that just trickles down and we just kind of, um, you know, push forgiveness under the rug like it's no big deal? Um, so think about that, how we more often than not, a lot of preachers are preaching with a, uh, just a bitterness inside of them and they're preaching it to a congregation and the congregation is just, you know, uh, um, taking this in and then they are upset and they're just thinking, well, my pastor is upset or, or, or not, uh, um, he's upset about that. So it's okay. God blesses his life. We think that, you know, we think because somebody's standing in front of us, that um, preaching that God is just blessing their lives. And so we just mimic what they're doing. You know, you know, um, God will allow certain things. He will allow things to happen, but he's not okay with us not being obedient to his word. Never forget that. It doesn't matter how something looks on the outside. You know, God is never okay when we live in disobedience. Okay. He never is. Um, you know, I used to write for Christianity today and um I remember I submitted an, submitted an article and 
the editor, um, and it was a teaching point of just different things of leadership, but there was one thing I said in there and the editor sent it back to me, asked me to change it because she said that line I wrote sounded uh, bitter and she wanted me to change it. And looking back on that, she's right. They don't want to um, pro um, uh, produce an article or publish an article where the author is promoting bitterness so that when people read it, they can they think it's okay to be bitter. So we need to be so mindful of that, um, that it is not okay to just harbor this unforgiveness and to um, look around and think that because, you know, this preacher or this person looks like their lives are going great, that they can be, they can not forgive. No, God wants us to forgive. Um, but again, as he, as he says on page 11 here, forgiveness begins in the heart. Okay. You have peace. Okay. Um, and that's what you want. And then the other thing that you, you need to understand is your anointing is greater when you are living in obedience. Okay. Your anointing is greater. You could be sitting there under a preacher and think, oh, his life is so blessed. But think about it. Is what he's saying to you truly anointed? You know, is it really moving people? It may or may not. But think about that. Your anointing is greater when you learn to live in forgiveness and you forgive people. He says that here in the book. Your anointing is greater. And you want that. You want to have this peace where you can just be free. You cannot be free when you are angry and upset. And you want something horrible or bad to happen to somebody who did something to you. And again, I believe that God cares about how hard it is. I tell God all the time, Lord, this is hard. But I can do it because I can do it because you can help me to forgive. And I think he honors that when we are honest with how hard it is. But we're trying to be obedient and forgive the hurt. Okay. So I wanted to just kind of go back over that with the introduction to make sure we don't miss these key points as we go into the next uh, chapter one. Um, so uh, thank you for joining me on this episode and we will begin <laughs> the next episode in chapter one. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.